It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. Thou shalt not take the Lord's name in vain. Here we go again. We're, we're, we're trying to talk about a God who somehow or another feels like we need to take sensitivity training before he invites us to dinner. Really? I mean, if, if this person, this create, creator, really made us, doesn't he know how impetuous we are? How we're just a a little bit naughty. How we like to express ourselves through a bunch of different phrases. As a boy, as a boy, I was told I was not supposed to use bad language. So I grew up with darn shoot, gee whiz, golly. <laughs> of course, in my heart, I knew that these words were substitutes, and every time I said a golly, I knew what it meant, and I knew, gee whiz, and shoot. So I was always feeling the other words, the big ones, you know, the what I would have thought of as a kid, the real words, the real words you get to use when you're a grown-up. But see, we have transformed because of these Ten Commandments, an experience of life that's been given to us that may have been endowed by a divine creator, and we've turned it into semantics, places you should stand, ways you should hold yourself, thoughts that should cross your mind and thoughts that should not. The true faith is a matter of the heart. It's not a matter of the mind. When you start talking about how you should think and think about what do you think about this and what do you think about when you're talking about thinking, 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 what you have is religion, and that's religion is where people pick at your words, and then they turn around and gossip behind your back with the notion that gossip is not as bad as damn. It's just hard for me to believe that God wanted us to go go around policing each other's sentences and word choices. Listening carefully. Did you hear what he said? Seems to me it's not about bad language, but what it's really about is bad attitudes. The old folks I saw when I was growing up would never, ever have said shit, damn, or hell, but they didn't seem to have much problem with whore, slut, queer, nigger, and bum. 
See, I'm more concerned about what God thinks about my tenderness through my language than I am necessarily the, the exact actual word I use. I contend that words have a time and a purpose. And rather than being a hypocrite and a phony, I would often rather just be honest in the moment. I, I, if you allow me, I call it my restaurant test. It's really very simple. If you walk in with your friends or your family to a restaurant, you sit down at a table. At a, at a, at a table nearby, you start hearing floating over in your direction. Damn, damn, see that shit, that asshole. And that starts floating in your direction. What you're dealing with is not a, 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 not a disapproval of the words or the terms, but realizing that those words are often associated, often the precursors, often the bridges to violence. Now, I mean, these words often don't pop out unless we're pissed off. And then as we get further than pissed off, we, we start talking about bullshit. And then after bullshit, we say, you mother refer in them. And then the intensity increases. So if you're sitting at a restaurant and you got three or four other people on the table next to you in there, and you're hearing all this floating your way, you're a bit cautious. Not because, hopefully not because you just disapprove of the vowels and the consonants they're putting together, but because you realize, you realize that this language is often the bridge to war, the bridge to violence, the bridge, bridge to treachery. See, it's not about your bad language. It's, a, it's about your bad attitude. And if you check your history books, the bad attitude of religious people has done more to hurt and destroy than any blue language used by a comedian at a comedy club. Somehow or another, we've come up with the term dirty talk. But we've forgotten that the problem is not dirty talk. The problem is a dirty mind. Because just last week, there was a minister in our area who would, who would never think of using dirty talk. But he conceived some of the foulest activities in his mind, which he went ahead and enacted, all the time never using the Lord's name in vain. <laughs> because we talk about profanity. I've been told profanity is everything from saying, oh my God, to crap or screw you. The danger in our lives is not profanity, but instead, insanity. And insanity bewitches us. It just bewitches us when we, we begin to believe that we find favor with God 
by insisting that we're better than other people who are using this street talk. Of course, there were my parents who, uh, they called it swearing. Do you remember? Don't watch that swearing. They talked a lot about it. But they, they, they never talked to me enough about caring. Because I will tell you this, if you do not learn how to be a caring person, if you don't know when to care, if you don't know when to release yourself, you are definitely going to be a swearing person. If you don't have caring in your understanding, swearing is eventually going to happen because people are just going to drain you of all your patience. Hell, I do a lot less swearing if I find a way to use my caring. Once again, can I ask you, as you look at these Ten Commandments, why is this God of the universe so fragile that he can't hear some words? Those words upset me. They refer to things that should not be spoken aloud. I get called names. I don't damn people. Why would God? I get left out. I don't curse generations. Why would God? And I certainly don't have a pint of goodness in me. Why would we think that God would want to stomp around talking about his goodness all the time? So here's the question. Can you really use the Lord's name in vain? The reason I led off with all this discussion about profanity, because this using the Lord's name in vain does not have anything to do with swearing or cussing or coarse language or profanity. It, the very phrasing of it tells you that this has nothing to do with that kind of thing. When Jesus was alive and he was talking to folks, he these folks were very concerned about language. They wanted to wash their hands all the time. They wanted to follow the law of Moses. Didn't want to offend God. They, of course, didn't want to make him jealous. He turned to these people and he says, Here's, here it is, folks. What creates the Lord's name being used in vain? Is teaching people that all these little rules... All these little rules that Moses decided to instill in you are meaningless if your hearts are far from the simplicity of the God of love. Can you use the Lord's name in vain? I guess I should start with myself, if you don't mind. Could you use my name in vain? I can tell you this. Anybody who tries to tie me into politics, ah, you're using my name in vain. If, if you insist that all entertainment is good and say that I agree with you on that, you are certainly using my name in vain. If you think that I agree with all that the business world does, because it's just business, well, that would be using my name in vain. If you said that men and women are not equals and gays are an abomination 
and races were divided up by God according to their quality. And then you try to pass that off to me? Hell yeah, you be using my name in vain. Anytime we try to attribute to our Creator what is our whim is using the Lord's name in vain. Since we like bologna sandwiches, we are appalled at anyone who doesn't. Matter of fact, we would insist that the Apostle Paul, <laughs> the Apostle Paul, promoted bologna sandwiches over others. That's using the Lord's name in vain. If you insist that black people are not as good as white people, that's, and that there's some scripture in Genesis that backs that up, you'd be using the Lord's name in vain. There is a vanity that goes along with assuming that any one of us knows what the Creator considers to be good speak. But from looking at the way things are, I've come up with some ways in my own life to make sure that I don't make the name of God vain. For in other words, in vain means useless, unsuccessful, unproductive. I know for a fact that God has no politics. I'm going to tell you something right now. The evangelical church, the evangelicals in the United States and America have totally lost their credibility and their soul by lending undying support to the motions and antics of President Donald Trump. They just never learned. They did the same thing with Nixon. They hung in there all the way to the resignation. They did the same thing with Ronald Reagan when they started the moral majority and tried to convince everybody that most people are good and small town folks and wouldn't want to be involved in helping people out who have AIDS because those people, you know what? They're gay. And here we are again, supporting politics and trying to do it in God's name. That's what is meant by not using the Lord's name in vain. When it comes to entertainment, God simply believes in enlightening people. You can make a very dark movie that still enlightens the human spirit. And truthfully, you can make a Christian movie that is so insipid that it insults the mature human mind. Don't bring your little pieces of religious fluff, nor your movies where evil wins the day. Don't bring them to me. And don't try to convince me it's the truth. Entertainment happens when people are enlightened. Anything else is just using the name of God in vain. Um, and by the way, don't tell me the business is business. You know, it's sometimes you have to lie and cheat. My reading, my understanding is that God is just. That's who God is. So if you're going to be unjust, if you're going to rip people off, don't try to do it in God's name. That would be vanity. If he's not just 
if he's not just the best God filled with justice, why would we want to follow him? I'm, I'm, there's nothing wrong with making a profit, but there is something wrong with price gouging, cheating your employees of their wages, and pushing everything as far as the market will bear. If you're in business, you can simultaneously keep your eye on the bottom line and the top of good thinking. Now, can I just insert here concerning relationships? See, God honors truth on the inward parts. Anything that promotes deceit, even if we think, you know, it's just cute. It's, it's a part of relationships. That's using God's name in vain. Anything that walks away from being forthcoming and transparent is using God's name in vain. You see, a relationship with anyone requires that you bring truth on your inward parts. It's difficult for me to believe that God is so insecure and that he's jealous and so fragile that he can't hear some street language. Matter of fact, I know that contention is just flat-out bullshit. What God wants is us to make sure that we don't take his name and use it to advertise greed, phony prosperity, murder, political candidates, and bigotry. There you go. That's the way it works. The Ten Commandments want you to believe that God is really, really picky. Picky. We don't like picky people. Are they setting us up for a predisposition to despise our Father in Heaven? Maybe so. God just doesn't want you to take all your pettiness and selfishness and bigotry and fear and try to have him come and rubber stamp it with a God approval. That's taking his name in vain. There you go. That's the way it works. For I'll tell you, sweet folks, the good news is God doesn't want to wash anybody's mouth out with soap because of what they occasionally might say in passing or in anger. And the better news is he's waiting to see if we'll link up with good ideas and pursue them with passion, blessing others and his name as we do. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com. <laughs>